This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. Hey, my friends, what's up? It's Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. Welcome to another episode of the Learn Jazz Standards podcast. Happy to be answering your jazz and music-related questions five days a week. Help you have more fun than ever playing jazz and shorten the learning curve here on this jazz journey. Have another great question asked by one of our Inner Circle members this week from Keith. Keith asks, have you ever been in a situation where you're going to a recording session or a gig, but you don't have access to practice your instrument for several days. How do you practice for an upcoming gig or recording session if you don't have access to your instrument? Great question. And I I happen to remember talking to Keith um, at one of our monthly live Q&As that we do in our Inner Circle membership. And I, I kind of understand a bit more of the context of this question, which is that Keith in particular had a recording project um, that he was doing and, uh, you know, playing, playing, uh, recording an album, essentially. And he was feeling a lot of anxiety because he did not have access to his instrument. And he was just worried that, you know, he wasn't going to show up prepared and, and ready for the recording session. So I know that all of us kind of fall into this at some point in time where, Maybe we just have general anxiety over not playing our instrument, or we do actually have a performance or something coming up that we want to be prepared for, but maybe work is getting in the way or other things in life are getting in the way, or maybe we're like Keith and we just actually don't have access to our instrument. Like, How can we practice so that we are actually prepared to play at our best ability the next time we get our instrument in our hand? Okay, so... Here's where the advice comes in, and I want to start first by just giving this understanding and releasing some baggage off of our shoulders here. For the most part, if you're not practicing your instrument for any given number of days, the likelihood that you're losing musical talent, intuition, and understanding during that period of hiatus is very low, or at least you're not losing very much of it. What you really do lose more than anything probably when you're not actually playing your instrument and practicing regularly is technical ability, meaning you're not going to feel fresh when you get to your instrument and start playing. Now, this isn't actually true 100% of the time, though, in my particular experience. There's definitely times where I've had some time off from the instrument and gotten back to it and my fingers feel like they're not working very well. And as a guitar player, my right hand, left hand coordination aren't as good. But here's the truth of it. It actually doesn't take that long for me to get it back. And 
you know, whether you are a horn player, it requires a little bit more warming up to do, right? For your chops, if you're a trumpet player, trombone player, fill in the blank. Obviously, it might take a little bit more than it would for me as a guitar player, but in general, you can get that technical ability back, but it can be relieving to know that you aren't necessarily really losing that other stuff, that musical side of things. So whatever you were rehearsing for your gig or your recording session before, it's not like all that went out the window. But how can we keep it top of mind? How can we practice and keep it all fresh? Well, let's just kind of bring it into a more general sense into how do we improve? How do we actually practice away from our instrument, regardless of what it's actually for, what the purpose is for? Let's just kind of say for a second that our goal is we want to learn how to play more jazz language. And let's just say we're working on a jazz standard like all the things you are. Well, one very easy way to start practicing is, is simply just by listening to music, right? And we'll talk a lot more about how to do this a little bit better And into this week's Fast Track Friday episode. I got some tips and ideas for you for listening to music and improving. But for example, if we're learning all the things you are, you could create a playlist of all the things you are on Spotify or YouTube. And wherever you're going, like you're in the car, you're in the train, you're walking around your neighborhood, you're working out at the gym, whatever you're doing, you can be listening to that song over and over and over again. Or in, in Keith's case, like he could be listening to the recordings. If there's any bootlegs or recordings of their rehearsals, he could be listening to those over and over and over again because now he's hearing that music and staying familiar with that musical environment that he's going to be put into pretty soon. So you can listen to all the things you are as much as you want. No one's going to stop you from listening to all the things you are. You can listen to as many different versions as you want. Or maybe the goal is you're trying to learn more jazz language and you want to learn a solo. So maybe you're picking one solo and you create a loop track where you're just listening to this solo over and over and over again. And your instrument's not in your hand still, right? You're just listening. Perhaps you start singing and humming so that you're internalizing that musical language. Like this is really easy, simple ways to practice away from your instrument. Of course, there's the very common, um, you know, stereotypical advice on this which is, well, to practice and get better as a musician away from your instrument, work on ear training, which is also a great idea, right? When we're talking about ear training, typically people are saying, you know, intervals, like what's a major third and what's a minor third? And can you hear the difference between a dominant seventh and a minor seventh and so on and so forth? All really great things to do. But the kind of practice I'm talking about here is directly related to jazz. And it's actually what we call applied ear training, right? Just by listening and matching pitches with whistling or humming or singing, this is helping you internalize this information that you want to learn. Um, this is actually the best way to go about learning music by ear is staying away from your instrument at first. And then once you've really internalized a melody of a jazz standard, you've heard the bass lines and the chords, you've heard a solo over and over again, then it's time to get on the instrument and go, now we just got to fill in the dots here. We just got to connect the muscle memory to the sounds that we're hearing. And you're so much more likely to remember that song for the long term, remember that solo for the long term, or again, the idea not always being to remember solos that you've learned, but rather just to feel more natural playing some of the ideas when you go to improvise. Like this is great practice. It's actually some of the best practice you can do. And it doesn't even involve you holding on to your instrument. 
So my number one piece of advice and the thing I want you to take away from this is we can practice away from our instrument just by listening. And again, I'll go over some deep listening concepts in our Fast Track Friday episode that I want you to hold on to. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Don't want you to miss that. But we automatically can start doing this. And so Keith or anyone else in his situation doesn't have to feel as much anxiety here. Like we can just by hearing sounds feel more comfortable and familiar with what we're trying to do. If you have a jam session coming up and you know what some of the songs are that are being called, you can put a playlist together of those songs and be listening to them and you know, hearing the time go by, hearing the melody, hearing the solo. You can keep track of the solos. We'll talk more about that. But all of this stuff is good practice. And so definitely consider that your most beneficial go-to for practicing away from your instrument. All right, my friends, that's all for today's episode. Remember that knowledge without action isn't really knowledge at all. And remember that a lot of practice time is far less valuable than just a little bit of really good practice time. Again, like I said, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Got some really good stuff coming up for you. Until then, happy practicing and cheers. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.